In 2019, KPMG completed a study and found 75% of customers say they would switch brands for a better loyalty program. Welcome to the Restaurant Growth Show podcast. We'll talk about that crazy statistic, plus a whole lot more. This is episode two. Restaurant Growth Show podcast, where we talk about how restaurants can use technology to boost their sales. We've got a lot to talk about in this episode, but first, let's introduce our guests. First, we have Jose Albus, co-founder and chief growth officer at Modern. With more than 25 years of online marketing experience, Jose has successfully founded and operated companies in software and hospitality. Jose's passion is to continue to build technology to help restaurateurs grow their businesses. And right beside Jose, we have Alex Cook, VP of Sales and also a co-founder at Modern. Alex's experience in the hospitality industry spans 30 years, including 16 years selling POS solutions throughout North America. Alex's deep understanding of consumer behavior led him to pioneer hospitality mobile ordering solutions. Lastly, who am I? Well, I'm your host. My name is Gordon. I am the resident digital marketer at Modern, and I specialize in demand generation, paid advertisement, organic search, and email marketing strategy. I run a digital marketing program called the 90 Days to Success at Modern, where I teach, you guessed it, restaurateurs how to sell their food online through digital marketing. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Happy Friday, team. Doing great. Looking forward to a long weekend here, Labor Day weekend. Happy Friday. Happy yeah, Friday. Definitely. Everyone's excited. Everyone's feeling good approaching the long weekend. I'm not sure when this will be published, but but do know that uh, we are we are in, in 2022 and it's the end of summer is approaching and I'm a little sad about that. But what I am not sad about is this crazy statistic where uh, KPMG did this study and they mentioned 75% of customers would switch their brand for a better loyalty program. What, what are you guys' thoughts on loyalty and rewards in the hospitality space? Well, I think that um, there it's, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity for businesses in general to have, have a, a, a sense of gratitude towards their customers. In, in in general um and as a strategy uh it's it has so many possibilities for businesses um it's, it's a way of mitigating let's say even inflation uh if there if it, when it comes to that it's a way of uh, increasing and growing loyalty itself bringing more customers have word of mouth um interact and and have a, a deeper engagement with their potential um, with their audience and 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 guests, 
Um, it, loyalty and rewards is something that is, it can be so flexible that it can be applied to pretty much any kind of uh, food service operations. Uh, how you do it and and what you how you deploy it and how you structure it for your business it's what makes a difference but i think that it's something that is available to any kind of food service business i think um, i'm thinking back to two conversations i had just this week alone with two different clients and one came back to me they have a loyalty program but they're not offering any rewards so the whole point of a loyalty program is to to build loyalty, is to be able to offer something in return. And part of the process is making sure you have something implemented to entice people to register, come online, use your product, and more importantly, come again and again. So you have that, you know, as the word says, loyalty to the brand. The other one that was interesting was, here's a company of a significant size and the owner doesn't believe in digital marketing in today's world, which blows my mind because um, when you take a look at the, the restaurant type, it's really targeted to a younger group where digital marketing would come into play. And in a, in a world where it's so competitive right now in the hospitality space, and also we know that um, their profit margins are getting chipped away. I mean, this is not a news story. We've been talking about this in the hospitality industry for as long as I've been in the industry. But, you know, there's there's new regulations coming in. The minimum wages are increasing. You know, they just went through a tough two years with the pandemic. Uh, now we have a uh, an employee shortage or labor crisis, if you want to call it that. And there's really great ways to help grow your business. But one of the things they need to do is really take a hard look at the program, how they want to implement it, and what they're hoping to get back in return. Um, and that takes time and energy to be able to implement properly. What what were loyalty programs like before? <laughs> I don't want to age you or anything like that, but like before before these digital programs. You mean, like... you mean back in the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said it, you said it. The, the 90s? Uh, you know, it, loyalty programs to me, when I think about the old days as a punch cart, you go into a coffee yeah. shop and you yeah. get, you know, you're literally punching nine coffees and then you get the 10th for free. But guess what? It worked. A lot of people would come back and if you open someone's wallet or purse up, they would have a whole bunch of these loyalty cards, the punch cards, and, uh, you know, that's all, of course, moved into the digital era now where, you know, we can have this on. And I always point to my phone because um, this is where the digital mark, this is where the, the loyalty program, this is where the gift cards um, are stored now is right in our own devices. So we don't have to have these three inch wallets full of loyalty cards. Exactly. Yeah. The, the OG, the OG loyalty program was that you know, nine, nine, buy nine coffees and get the 10th the one free or donuts or, or whatever, whatever you you're talking about. And, you know, if, if you've got five favorite restaurants and they all have a, a different loyalty program, then yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to balance all of these different punch cards and fumbling through your wallet. But now, yeah, it's all digital. It's all living on your phone. It's up in the cloud. Jose, in, in your experience, what are, what are like the main sort of methods at loyalty program how does it work well so in general there's uh there's two main methods to or that build point system right one is based on amount 
and the the other one is in in visits and usually amount based are the ones that um are are used by fine dining because the average check is higher so you want uh, the user to um, spend a certain amount uh, rather than try to get them to, to come for visits which is how the the visits are more likely for the the smaller average check you actually want them to come in multiple times and it's easier it's easier to drive them to come multiple times uh, than in a fine dine dining that you would be like okay um buy five lobsters and you'll get the sixth free <laughs> <laughs> man i just had a thought lobster punch cards okay exactly lobster there punch there <laughs> it's really hard every time that you're gonna buy a lobster you're gonna think about it right so it would be a really hard uh incentive to drive but um, if you put a certain amount, uh, then it's easy because on, on any great night of bad decisions that you're having fun with your friends, you can reach that $150, $200 that gives you the $50 gift card, for example, right? Um, so uh, it's uh, it, that would make the difference. And, and also it's, it's because, as you see, even as I'm describing, it's a completely different experience in one you're like okay i'm going in i'm going out i'm going in i'm doing this i'm going that easy didn't feel it I, I need to get it out of the way kind of feel the other one is a full experience i'm gonna think i'm gonna bring my friends i'm gonna bring i'm, I'm gonna get to that point and and it makes sense because the the you're gonna get a a decent amount that is gonna help you to come back to have that fine dining experience it just helps right you you it just moves the needle that a little bit when you're making the decision, should we go to Italian A or seafood B? And then you go, okay, let's seafood B. You know what? I have a $50 card that we can, I have $50 there that we can use and and have that extra fun, that extra bottle of wine. That that extra makes, yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I think there might be this, this, this misconception um, or stigma that a loyalty and rewards program is is specifically designed for quick service restaurants. But Correct. what you're saying is that it's it's just as advantageous for fine dining establishments to employ a, a loyalty and rewards program as well. Yeah, it's it's a different way of thinking about it. Uh, it and and I love this because this is a question for Alex. Um, I, I remember when him and I started working, we. We would experience uh, a lot of uh, the fine dining restaurants have traditionally also have the the they they have this subculture of the prestige that gets wasted with rewards programs or even with online. You know, it's like oh no, the, we don't do that kind of thing. They're not yeah, they're not whipping out the 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 uh, the hole puncher right there at the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fifth lobster. Here you go. All right. Exactly, but if but but if you think about it, it, it is also um, if if it wasn't there and it's someone that it's frequently going, uh, what does the owner do? They come out, they go and and be like, hey, Gord, a regular, would you like the same? Yeah, and then you're with your friends, having enjoying the time, having the experience, and then the owner may come like, hey, I want no, this one's on me, a really great bottle of wine, right? So. Mm-hmm. It, it having that awareness that that it, it it's it can be transferred into a program uh is it, how you present it how it's how it moves 
but at the end of it, it's that appreciation for the customer that is going to keep him bring coming back and bringing their friends, and their friends will take it out, and then they come. Like it's, it's just that's who we are, and and that's how it makes it better. Let's take a look at the casual fine dining. Um, yeah, let's not go fine fine dining, but casual fine dining that uh, is more in our wheelhouse, and then also the the QSR, but. Um, a lot of this is to do about uh, getting to know your customers. So carrying on where you were just uh, leaving off there, Jose, is knowing more about them. So you know when their anniversaries are. You know there's a special occasion. You mentioned there's a bottle of wine or or dessert or something we can do. It could be a birthday. It could be, you know, a reason to celebrate. But also, you know, you get to know, could be anything from your demographics as far as age group, uh, where they live, right? Uh, do they live close to your restaurant or are they a tourist who maybe just arrived at one time? Um, you know, the thing about loyalty that I look at that changed so much now in the digital world is we can get a lot more creative when it comes to loyalty. So, you know, we're not using the old punch cards, but you know, they're, they're, we can incentivize customers to give us some information and that might be a first time user discount. So maybe you get 25% off the first time you use the app. So they get a chance to use it. And that's where you take a look at online ordering, for example, is that, it's much. It's a much more powerful tool than most restaurant tours realize. And I say that because, and again, I'll repeat this over and over again. It's a customer-facing tool that's very different from a traditional point-of-sale system, and it can do everything from your gift cards. But you can give someone a gift card with the app, so now they're getting the gift card with forty dollars attached to it, and they get the app, and that could be. Uh, a gift card that's given to someone because maybe there was a, a poor experience, whether it's food or whether it was, I'll give you an example. I went to a pub last night. Um, the uh, the fish and chips, which was a special, the batter came out, wasn't great. I let the server know. I wasn't complaining. I was just being honest and saying, um, yeah, it wasn't great. I don't want anything else. I'm not looking for anything. She came back, gave me 50% off. Um, the better way of doing it would have been, here's a gift card for whatever the 50% value would have been. And they would have had me come back. And they would have had more profit because I would have used that gift card for a second attempt or a second chance to come back. And that's how we can use loyalty. And I say loyalty and gift card because I think they're combined. Uh, the two and two go together very well. Yeah, that's a great point. Just to build on that, how, how important is ease of use of these digital loyalty and rewards programs for the end user? What, what What's the impact there when maybe it's three, four, five, six clicks to just... I just want to get my food, you guys, right? Like what, what is the importance of ease of use? I think you're always going to have the people who are technical mm. and they can figure things out and they love it. It's like a puzzle. Um, but the majority of people, uh, I think, are looking for a real simple solution. And you have to keep in mind where when you're, you have a program like this, you're not targeting one group specifically. You've got a wide group of people with different skill sets. And so it should be it should be quick and it could, should be simple to use for everybody and kind of like the old apple days right you know they wanted to make it as simple as possible and right. as clean as possible when they first came out um how do you do that well there's no strange buttons they're just one little button on the bottom of your phone and that's it and that's going to take you back so you know as few clicks as possible i think is going to be uh, a key but also you know just the overall flow does it guide you through the process so it all makes sense to everybody or do you have to start asking questions about how you have to use the program and as soon as you have to ask a question 
in my mind, it's already too complicated. I would add something to that, and it's that um, the, just like as a basic principle that you, the easier you make it, um, the more it's going to get clicked, right? That 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 we know. But then if you take it a step further um, with technology, and, and this is something that, that we we can really take advantage of today and it's just in its infancy is that the same way that that we we keep learning from games online games like technology games where the experience gate it's gamified um i would say that with all the information and data that we get collect that we collect daily through technology um you you should be able to find that moment of maximum possibility of remarkable customer experience it could be on the negative side when something goes away it could be on the positive side when they um when they're about to pay a surprise or it could be like like the traditionals on a birthday on a um on a on a on the surroundings and the proximity um all of these plays at the right time the right moment it could be like really really impactful and be part of a new that deeper level of ease of use like the 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 perfect moment the perfect timing where you feel like it's serendipitous where it's just like perfect and just like make that customer that guest extremely happy like over the moon and i think from from a, a digital marketing perspective with the merchants that i work with on a regular basis one one issue that comes up over and over and over again is I don't know what to talk about in my, in my newsletter. I don't know what to talk about with my Facebook ad. I don't know what to post about on my Facebook page. And what the loyalty program provides is also something extra to talk about. This is what we have. This is what we're doing. This is how we're going to reward you. And doing that on a daily or a weekly basis gives them just that much more ammunition to go out there and show up in people's news feeds, right? Cool. Where you don't need to be all that creative. Say, hey, look, you're gonna, we're gonna give you, you know, 20% off when you buy that sixth lobster. I'm gonna continue on with the, the, the lobster <laughs> example. Just gives you more content to work with and publish across different, different platforms to get people talking, to get people interested. That's at little to no cost to the operator. So, you know, in my mind, well, it's just, it's just more ammunition. Well, let's take a look. I mean, we, the hospitality industry, you know, it's going to go through its ebbs and flows and you're going to have great weeks and great months. And you're going to have other weeks and months where you, uh, you, you your, your sales figures are going to go down. That's natural. You're going to have times where you plateau and that could be like a great example. One of our clients with uh, multiple locations did plateau. Um, with online ordering, which is natural because everybody was going back to in-seat dining and, you know, doing activities and getting out and doing normal things. That was when you entered them into, um, or actually enrolled them into our 90 days to success where they were actually this time following your leads. This one I, I talk about on a regular basis because by re-engaging our client to re-engage with all their end users or their guests, that's where we saw them increase their sales volume by 15%. And also more, uh, I shouldn't say more important, but equally important, they increased the number of registered users, users with all the contact information that we had talked about that you can market back to. 
um, was by 458 users, if I if I remember correctly. Those are astonishing numbers, but that's with a client who's been using the solution for a number of years, six, seven years, um, you know, approximately. But they did, they plateau, and that's natural. So in the industry, uh, it's always about being front of mind. So if I'm out of sight, out of mind, maybe I'm not thinking about you, but there's also 350 or 500 other restaurants in my city that I could go to. So what's going to make me think about your restaurant and have me come back to you in comparison to all the other restaurants that are in my neighborhood or in my city or that I could go to? And that's the real important part is how do you stay consistently in front of your customers? And if they can't think of any content, you got to get creative, dig a little deep. You know, you should have lots of things to talk about with your restaurant or your business because it's an exciting industry and there's always something exciting to talk about. Um, and you talk about your food, your product, your brand, your location. Um, you know, something is happening in your neighborhood. Uh, it could be there's a, a local community event. You just want to share that you're part of it. Um, get get creative with some of these ideas that come up. And we can do that by sharing some examples of what other people are doing and get those creative juices flowing where you're going to share some and, and come up with some ideas of their own. I think that you, you, you just mentioned something quite important. And it's one of the things that, that I am so passionate about the food service industry. And that is that uh, the top of mind, um, it has something beautiful and it's that we're feeding people. And I always, um, sometimes when I'm thinking about, you know, the fire hose of, and the internet and so much data happening there, I usually think also about like the human condition, the human being and, and, and think sometimes I think like, I wonder how many brains right now, how many minds and how many people are talking about what should I have for lunch, right? At 11, at about 11, 15 around the world, it's a, it's a question that is just going around the world all day long, right? So timing that answer, um, that, which is a huge advantage in the food service industry is that to be top of mind, it only requires to show up at, on time. Remind them and put a good picture. You're going to be salivating. And, you know, that guest is going to be like, oh, my God, I know what we should do. What do you think about this? Right. And 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 it, it's if you do it with a beautiful picture, with beautiful words that is talking about delicious food, you know, we, we work in this. What is one of the issues that we have when we're doing demos, when we're having meetings and we're looking at our, our uh, customers' websites and stuff? It's like, oh, my God, I'm hungry. Right. That's yeah. That's one. Oh, you know, it's an interesting point, because when you think about food, we start off with what type of food do we want? Um, y'all want hamburger? I'm looking for pizza. I'm looking for Asian food in particular. I'm looking for for Thai or I'm looking for pho. We start off by identifying the style of food that we want, and then we start to figure out which restaurant out of those food types that we want to go to. I'm looking. I'm interested in casual fine dining or a pub. Um, so, you know, and I don't think that's abnormal. I think that's typically how we start when we're feeling hungry is what am I feel like today? And then we start to dissect it from there. Who am I going to go to now that I've decided what type of restaurant I want? That's where I think the challenge of third party marketplaces begins, right? Because oh, they've got more bang, more bang for your buck within one single platform. And that's the challenge that that independent operators, especially are are facing is all of that choice. And 
what a what a loyalty and rewards program does is it gamifies as well as all of the additional benefits that that those programs bring it also gamifies and that naturally makes people say hey you know what i'm actually a member to this particular program and i'm accruing some points so i i'm not really worried about you know the the 40 other restaurants that are close by because not only do i like their food but i'm accruing some points here and i want some benefits Yes, I agree, and 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 I think that that's one of the uh, very powerful things, and 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 I see because um, sometimes I, I I do use the marketplaces just to think about what is there, but right after, as I as I decide between the two and stuff, I will go for the one that I have the registration, um, that I have the points, that I have rewards, that I'm actually or that I prefer, that I love, that and and just it's just for the decision making. Then go online. I check out what if there's anything new. Sometimes I just type it in in in, in Facebook and then uh and then go to their own app. Uh, find see what other is. I something new may be happening that it was just posted that day. Never know. But I that this is my 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 personal experience that um in the thought process I always go to okay I know this is gonna cost me a lot of money so I'm just using it to as a way of of having everything in one place. But then I go directly to the restaurant uh, because I know it's, I'm going to save uh, 30%, 20% plus, I mean, as we know, when we care, the charges that they get. Alex? That was interesting. I was uh, I was out for dinner the other night. Um, that was with my, my daughter. And we went to a, a sushi restaurant, a little higher end too. And I always love sitting there observing how many to-go orders are going out the door and how many of those are being picked up by third-party delivery companies. And then, you know, start doing the math a little bit. It's like, well, there goes, you know, an order is some revenue, but probably not much profit. And then we get into a whole nother discussion about how do we convert these customers to the their own delivery platform where they can now own the customer. They can protect their brand. They can reduce their delivery fees. You know, this is a whole conversation for another podcast, but um, that also moves into the loyalty program because you can offer incentives to move them away from third-party delivery and move them to their own delivery, even if we're using something like DoorDash Drive, which is, um, you know, to the end user, the guest, they have no idea that it's going to DoorDash. It looks as though it's the um, restaurant's own delivery drivers and their own delivery program. It's a really important conversation, and maybe that's a, that's another podcast that we set up. Hmm, yeah, but to to bring it back, because that is very important, is that once I learn that I am collecting points or that I'm going to get a discount when I order directly, I will be thinking about that restaurant more often. And I will remember that how I get the points is by actually going online, doing certain activities, interacting with the brand, downloading the app. However, whatever, there's a myriad of possibilities. Um, but the important thing is that it is it is better for both the guest and the restaurant. Savings for both, better experience, controlled, and everything else. It's just much more powerful to for the brand to build itself on something they control. I wanted to add something as far as the uh, the loyalty goes, and this kind of goes to where you were saying, Gordon, where they don't know what to to promote or what to say, and. And this is a service that we offer because we recognize that a lot of restaurateurs, um, they're overwhelmed. They don't have the spare time, which is why they don't have um, 
you know, the, the creative space to think of some of these things. And, and we do have companies that we work with that we can introduce our customers to who can manage all of that for the restaurant. And that's the next phase is like, now that you have online ordering set up, then the, the question remains, what can you do with it? Because there's so many things that it becomes endless as far as um, a, a, like a, a real marketing tool. Um, so we want our customers to keep in mind that, you know, if you are too busy, um, it doesn't mean that you can't still have these implemented. Maybe there's somebody who's better at doing this and has the time and can dedicate it with the experience. And most importantly, give you the results that you're looking for, which is that return on investment. So if it costs you a couple hundred dollars a month, but it's bringing you in thousands, I look at those things as a great investment. Um, and those are things that we will, we're going to constantly be talking about with our clients. What's yeah. next? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This, the, the eternal struggle for, for each operator out there, whether to bring your marketing in-house or to outsource to like an agency model, that's something that's, you know, constantly, uh, discussed. But when you're working with an agency, one thing to remember, one thing to keep in mind is does that agency have experience in hospitality? Hospitality is a very different animal. Uh, and if they don't, they there's a there's quite a learning experience to figure out the specific nuances that hospitality has over a lot of other businesses. But there are companies that specifically specialize in hospitality. So you don't have to go through that training exercise to figure out more of the business model and everything. So just something some other things to consider when you're looking at a at a at a company like that. I think that the the learning curve of um of someone that is already in the in the industry is way quicker, faster, and and there's a lot to learn. So there's no need to actually pay an agency that it's not in the ex experience or not in the in the space to actually go through the process of discovering the market, figuring out the stuff when actually um yeah there are some that are just very specialized another important thing is that um and and i talk about this all the time is that um sometimes the perception of, of return investment can be a little muddy for for certain tours and and what i always say is that if you invest in something right um and you get let's say a um, 50 or or 80 percent return investment really good and then you add something else that gives you another 40% uh, return investment or 150% return investment. It's that you're going to be able to um, add things that when at the end of the day, you're going to have a 2000 return investment when you actually choose properly all of these pieces that bring you return investment and that uh, help you grow your business. Uh, I want to be on that 2000% ROI marketing program. Where, where do I sign up for that? That's some cash in my pocket. That sounds good. Probably technology. You can, <laughs> yeah, we can yeah, go to uh, info at modern.com. About a hundred bucks and we'll bring you 20, 40, 30, 40,000. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, uh, speaking of cash in my pocket, it is the, the weekend is approaching. It's the long weekend. I'm excited to get out there and enjoy the last, you know, remaining days of, of summer and sunshine. What, what are you guys doing this weekend to enjoy? 
I'm meeting up with a bunch of friends over in uh, Roche Harbor in the Orcas Islands, uh, taking the boat over there and uh, and then finishing up with family at Sydney Spit. Beautiful. Jose? I'm going to be hiking for sure with friends in the next couple of days and uh, and want to make it to as many patios as possible uh, to hang out in the sun as and spend time with mer- and spend time with merchants, right? Right. I will. Keep I will likely see you. Enjoy them. I will <laughs> likely see you on those patios, Jose. Jose yes. Albus, Alex Cook. It's been a pleasure once again. We will see you next week for episode three, uh, gentlemen. Enjoy your long weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you. Have a good weekend.